You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders Undercover Capes. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today we have an Awesome, awesome guest. I mean, he's a producer, writer, actor. He's one of the baddest men in the planet. When I say bad, I mean, yo, you've been voted actually like one of the best movie villains ever because he's just always a villain. We need to know why. What, what makes him such a bad guy? Let, let me introduce the one and only, the amazing Jasper Cole. What up? <laughs> hey, Al. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Yourself, brother? How are you doing? Wow, that was quite an introduction. I mean, you're the boss, bro. You're the main man, bro. You know, I love your career, man. You've done awesome stuff from, you know, McGruber. You've actually been a Married with Children. I was like, oh, shit, you've been there. You know what I mean? Baywatch, <laughs> Friday the 13th, Alien Nation, you know, some of my favorite stuff. You know, you're doing family business right there on BET. You know, another badass. you got some films coming out. You have over 100 film credits to your name. Like, bro, you've been doing a lot of stuff. You're a busy man. Which means I'm old as hell. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you just keep yourself ultimately very busy, man. Which but you is know a great thing. I've been very blessed and, and in my career. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I came to LA. I came to Hollywood thinking I was going to be this this uh, comedian, this sitcom person, right? And uh, comedy was what I loved to do. I still love comedy. But I often say to people, you know, you just have to – you don't know where this crazy career is going to take you. Um, the fact that I'd be playing all these villains and bad guys is something I never saw coming. But getting typecast has been a big blessing <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's That's been good. good. So talk about that. Like, where are you originally from? Well, I'm originally from Georgia. And right. uh, the accent today is stronger because I have this horrible cold. But, yeah, I grew, <laughs> up, in, grew up in Georgia, a college town called Athens, University of Georgia. Um, go dogs, Bulldogs. <laughs> and uh, I went to Atlanta after uh, high school, went there, studied theater, and I, I wrote, co-wrote and co-started a play, a comedy, a stupid, silly, silly-ass comedy, and it got produced in Atlanta, and then it got produced out, it was brought to Los Angeles in 1987. What? I know, I thought this is how, you know, <laughs> this is how things happen, and um so we we brought it out here in 1987. First day in LA was the Whittier earthquake uh, oh, in 1987. Wow. I thought, dude, not a good sign. I better get the hell out of here. <laughs> but anyway, it was the beginning of a of my career, and I stayed. And you know, Al, it's just been a series of just staying in the game, you know, and just just always trying to be present and saying yes to opportunities that come. And I, I think what happens is, you know. Um, you just stay in the game, and the casting casting directors get to know you. But around age forty, I had to sort of reinvent myself. Okay. Um, the whole bad guy thing happened. First of all, my my face cha- I I I changed the way I looked, and it just happened. And I thought, fuck. So did you do that look purposeful change? Well, you know what happened was, up until forty, I was sort of the boyish best friend, sidekick, whatever, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really Hollywood leading guy, and I wasn't really character, so, but when the face kind of changed, and I got my first bad guy role, 
I thought, you know what? I'm going to lean into this. So I grew the hair out. I, I grew the beard. And uh, and then it just it just worked, you know, because a lot of it starts with a look, you know. And uh, that's been sort of my calling card is – like Danny Trejo is a real, like, spirit yes. animal of mine. And even though, you know – really are nothing alike, right? I mean, he has a whole different experience. I can't tell you how many times people have actually thought I was Danny. Oh, that's and, too funny. <laughs> and I've, I now just go with it. I just go, hey, thank you, man. But, um, you too know, funny. if you look at Danny, Danny's had that same look for his whole career. But, you've all, but he also went through that journey where he had to kind of change, you know, later in life. Yeah, that's, like that, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Our earlier experiences were very different. But um, but I think career wise, I do I do watch his career and I really admire what he's been able to do. But but yeah, you know I've been able to even in comedies. Like I'm in comedies, but I'm still usually the the bad guy. I'm not the fun guy. Um, I want to ask though, what what led to your whole interest and in, in wanted to lead towards this path? You know, because you said in high school you do theater. I mean, what, did you love movies? What what attracted you? Well, it's funny because actually I'm the youngest of four boys, and so um, we were into sports and football. You know, being doing theater wasn't very cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, in my well, in my mind, I guess. Um, so well, I really back then, I know how people. Were, you know yeah. what I mean? I didn't yeah. really do it in high school, but as soon as high school was over, when I moved to Atlanta, yeah, theater was theater became my my thing, and uh, but really, I just I was always a TV junkie as a kid growing up. Pop pop culture, TV. I have a feeling you're like that. You know, I my oh, head man. is my head is full of so much pop culture bullshit that I. I I may not know about certain important things, but I can tell you all about Chico and the Man. Oh, I hear you on that because my <laughs> wife was my wife always wonders like, how, why do you know so much useless shit? I said one day it will be a trivia show, and See? it won't be very useless. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am. So I love television. I I uh, I really love TV, and but I also the weird thing, my brothers would take me to see like uh like the Billy Jack movies. Oh I mean, yes. I mean, I'm I'm aging myself, but you know, so and there were, and I loved horror movies too. Growing up, I watched all the horror films, never thinking I'd be doing them one day. But um, so yeah, I've very always interesting, been interesting. Yeah, right. You just never know. Tell God your plans, right? Um, but yeah, I tell young actors all the time now because I'm like the old guy on the set, <laughs> and they'll ask me like, you know, what do you do? And again, like I, I just say, you don't try to. Don't think you know what's going to happen, but just keep yourself in the game, because um, I think what happens with a lot of people they they give up, they take themselves out of the game, and then they try, they try to come back in, and it's really difficult. You know, the business changes so fast that uh, you want to keep their you want to keep your face out there, and so they don't forget about you. Well, so what's the easiest way to do that, though? Well, it's interesting. You know, I tell kids today, God, I mean, look. My when I was coming up, we didn't have YouTube and all the different social media outlets and all the <laughs> we platforms. Have, we had paper, a printer <laughs> and paper, right? <laughs> we had Pac-Man and paper. But yeah, I mean, so today, you know, people can shoot their own stuff and put it out there, and you don't have to live in New York or Hollywood. You can live pretty much anywhere. Um, but I'm a big proponent of uh, 
PR and public relations, and you kind of have to tell people how they need to see you. You know, you need to – we have the opportunity with all these platforms now to sort of brand ourselves. Yes. Um, I mean, I'd like to think you, you need some talent to back it up, but w- once you have the talent, I mean, because once the door opens, you got to be able to – produce when you get in the room although right now no one's going in any rooms anymore everything is self-tape which i love i you know i love doing the self-tapes how different is that for you now you know in, in this navigation because you know with, with the family business you know how, how is that going you know with because you were obviously filming this pre and then during no and whatnot yeah well yeah family business was uh, right i did a movie i did a movie called the fall like right before this oh that was yeah like, that man. was my first my first um pandemic filming that'll come out later next year but yeah, family with business, JDM, nice one <laughs> yeah yeah uh family business though they they kept an amazing uh tight set we were quarantined we uh we stayed in a condominium complex you you couldn't get outside the bubble you know you had to stay in the bubble and you had to get tested over and over again um but you know, family business was another example of I I actually know the producers, uh, yeah, okay. Indy uh, Brown. I know Trey Haley. So that's just an example where I knew them. They offered me the part. We got to work together. That's how it was. Yeah, because I was curious. You know, so here you doing films and whatnot. His family business on BET, and here's Jasper Cole. You know, again, one of the the, the craziest villains on, in Hollywood right now. Crazy hot villains. You know, how did you get this? It's great. Did you try yeah, out? But I, but I still, but I have to audition. Like today okay. I just got an audition just came in up for NCIS Hawaii. So Ooh. like for people watching, so when I finish this, I got to learn the lines. I got to go in the other room, set up the, the screen, you know, and, and do the self-tape and, and send it in. But um, even before pandemic, we had started, a, the self-taping had started. Um, where we weren't going in the room as much. And so, the, again, I moved out to Palm Springs, which is 100 miles from L.A., um, and it, it allows me not to have to be in L.A., although I just ended up getting another apartment there, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> My point is, you know, you, it frees us up not having to drive in and go into the audition rooms. So, um, But I booked, yeah, I booked the, the rookie. The rookie would self-tape. The fall with self tape. Uh, I've been fortunate to so, book off self tape. So are you re- are you really doing this by yourself? You have anyone in the crib ever helping you, assisting you, or is this really a one man show? Well, sometimes it's a one man show. I have I have a friend who helps me, you know, uh, run the camera and read the lines. But I've been in I've been on locations where it's me in the hotel room with the iPhone, propping it up on you know trying to prop it up on a pillow. And and use it because I didn't bring oh, wow. the tri- tripod kind of thing. But <laughs> don't you love it when you forget the, the, the silliest of tools? <laughs> well, I'm like, who the fuck wants to drag a tripod through the you know security at the airport? So, but there is a thing about the the moment you leave town, you're either going to get an audition or get a job offer that you can't do. Right? That's what happens. Yep. Yeah. This is what I recommend, my friend. Look how small this is, brother. Handheld, really mm-hmm. small. My 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 wife misjudged this the way it came. <laughs> I was like, no, babe, I swear to God, it looks like a tripod, you know. <laughs> well, wow, that could be 
Hmm, interesting. interesting. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole other video. That's a whole yeah. other. That's comic crusaders after dark, folks. After dark, yes. Yeah. That's what Viv- Blind Adam the comic pimp. That, that, that's right up his alley. <laughs> Vivid, Vivid Entertainment presents <laughs> Tripod. Yeah. Ooh, hey, don't give him no ideas right now. Hey, we got to copyright that right now. Right. <laughs> well, you're awesome. So I want to go back to the comedy thing. Because you say, yeah. that, you know, your first love is comedy. Now, is it comedy writing or comedy as in you want to be stand-up comedian? <laughs> well, I did. I actually tried. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would recommend all performers do stand-up a couple of times. Because, I mean, I tried stand-up in Atlanta when I before I moved here. Um, but I really wanted to do sitcoms, the old-fashioned three- and four-camera, you know, okay. sitcoms. Because coming from theater, it's a little bit of the best of both worlds. You have a, a – well, used to have a live audience. Um, and then you have the camera, so it's a little bit of the both. But, um, but yeah, I, I, that, the, I have a podcast as well, One-on-One with Jasper Cole, that I'm in my 10th year. And the reason oh, I – Oh, nice. You know, the, well, thank you. The reason I started that was – just to show people my real personality, you can kind of tell, you know, I'm not, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sarcastic and fun. I mean, I'm not the weird it, bad guy. It's like you're an adopted New Yorker, but you know, from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, so I, I'm kind of caustic. I, I always liked like you know Andrew Dice Clay and Joan Rivers and Sarah Silverman. I like those oh, yeah. comedians that really push right up to the edge. So, um, so yeah. So I'm now producing comedy. TV shows and stuff, and I get to write and bring that into it. But, but um, yeah, I mean, like, there's so many great comedies. Wow. I mean, all the streamers right now, Ted Lasso, you know, all these great Shits Creek. Well, That's yeah. the kind of comedy. My I'm team doing. is so in love with Ted Lasso, and this season they're going through a whole bunch of uh, emotions. Up until I, I haven't heard about the last episode how they felt it, but by episode eleven they're like, I don't care. This guy gets gets a beating. <laughs> right. I have. I'm not there. I've heard about it. I'm not there yet. But uh, but yeah. So so that's sort of. But you know, again, if I get cast in a comedy now, I'm usually, like I, when I did uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I was the Oolong Slayer. Yeah, the Oolong Slayer, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, but again, you know, the jokes are, <laughs> the other guys are doing the funny stuff. I'm just there to be the straight man. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But the but Oolong Slayer, what a name. I, I love it. Let me see. Uh, I want to add here, though, because, again, you're talking about the horror, because you've done Tales from the Crypt, right? Like I said, you know, you've been Friday the 13th, and you have some other stuff coming out. What is it? The Savage Sisters, Spirits. I mean, is this your joint? Horror is your joint? What's popping here? Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I've been blessed to sort of have this. Uh, I do the TV stuff, and then I've been blessed to play these in these horror films as well, which is great. I mean, Hansel and Gretel is one of my favorite. The Purge. Ooh, the oh, Purge yes, NRT. yes. Got to work with the uh, Jason Blumhouse and uh, Blum at Blumhouse. And, yeah, I mean, I've sort of been – in the studio horror films, and then I've been in, you know, look, I just go where the work is. I don't have any judgment. Lower budget. I think I love the grindhouse, art house kind of horror work, you know, that kind of. Uh, That's what we grew up on. This is why people didn't understand. I get you. When you're talking about the comedy and your focused sitcoms, I mean, we grew up on awesome sitcoms. So, yeah, yeah. that's the direction you want to go. And awesome comedians, of course, but and great you, sitcoms. You know, horror. some of the best horror films are really funny, right? I mean, yeah, they are. They're campy. You know, even the screen movies, you know, Kevin Williamson, he gets in the funny parts of uh, 
of horror. So, um, but yeah, so so you're right. I just realized in the moment. I guess even in the horror films, I'm, I'm getting to do some of the comedy. Plus, you know, even in the bad guy roles, I do. You know, I I bring. I don't know. I I'm sort of a my voice is kind of the nice guy. So even when I'm playing the bad guys, I I think they're somewhat likable a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not I. I may look like the on-the-page horror guy, bad guy, <laughs> but I bring a little bit of likability, I think, I hope. I don't know. No, I man, oh, definitely. What do you mean you don't know? You've been blessed with a long career, so you're absolutely killing it, my yeah, boy. Yeah, but actors, we, don't, we, don't see, we can't see ourselves. I get it. I yeah. get it. I like when people tell me thank you for things that when I help them through, sometimes I feel like for why. I just feel it's a natural thing to do. I'm not doing nothing special. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel you on that. I feel yeah. you on that energy. You know, that's great. It's called, it's called a humble brag. Hashtag <laughs> humble brag. You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And how is it working with Ernie Hudson, too, in the family business, man? Because my man's a legend, son. I'm telling you, that dude is so cool and so smooth. And, you know, what's great, when you get to work with these icons, these veterans, yeah. they're it's just like a master class in acting. It's not even so much with the work, but watching them when we're not shooting, watching them in between you know, off camera, watching them, how they deal with the crew, how they deal with the other actors, um, just chill and really, you know, this is something I learned too when I came to Hollywood, you know, we're act, these big stars, they're just like everybody else, you know, the few assholes, honestly, that I've met along the way are, one, they don't usually, they don't usually stick around, they don't have longevity, and they're just insecure, that's really insecure folks, I mean, I mean, look, to get in this business, we're all a little insecure, right? We're all trying to like get yeah. some get some praise. We're putting something. ourselves out there. You're putting a piece of yourself out there. You know, right? It's, it's scary. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you know, so much of what we do on this in this business is collaboration. Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, look, actors are. We're just. I wish actors could understand. In the scheme of the of the set. We are just one little piece in the in the wheel. I mean, the real workers are the the teamsters lugging these heavy ass cables, and the guys doing the grunt work, and the one. But you know, everyone's there together. And Ernie, back to your point, number one on the call sheet sets the tone of a set, and uh, Ernie definitely does that. I mean, and he can do you know Ghostbusters. He can do the comedy. He can do the drama. In the family business, he is a badass mf'er. <laughs> that, you know, is the matriarch, I mean, patriarch of this family. And by day, they have this exotic car company in New York. But at night, they run this underground drug cartel family. And uh, my character, Corey Black, comes in this season. He's he's head of a Pittsburgh biker gang who is part of the drug company. The, uh, he's infiltrating with the Duncan family. And so I'm uh, – well, you'll see in the in this new. Yeah, villainous villain is what I kind of am reading already. <laughs> yeah, we're, there's a new drug on the scene uh, that we're introducing, and uh, yeah, there's like a a feud between the which drug are we gonna stick with, the new one or bat or the old one, and um, yeah, I mean we're we're hoping for a season four pickup, and like I said, uh, October fourteenth, all all ten episodes are. Ten or twelve, sorry. I think ten episodes drop hey. next, next Thursday. This Thursday. This yeah, Thursday. This Thursday. Wepa, everybody get excited. 
You're going to see. <laughs> and I like the name, too, Corey Black. Corey it Black. sounds like a badass mf too. Here's the funny thing. I can't drive a motorcycle either. But, oh, but <laughs> so far I haven't had to drive one. But I, and I know other jobs I've had, I've, uh, I've, I've ridden in on a motorcycle and I've, I've driven it out of the shot. But don't, don't expect me to like drive it, you know. Yeah, okay. A straight line, sure, folks, right? <laughs> right. Into the wall. But don't play around with I don't know how to ride either. I I want to. I want to learn. Uh, but you know, hey, you know. Do you remember uh, Sons of Anarchy, the series? That oh was yeah. On? I must have. I auditioned for that show tw- probably twenty times. Whoa. Uh, Wendy O'Brien, God bless the casting director. She kept bringing me in and in, and I would say fifteen of those roles, you had to have your motorcycle license. You had to be able to. You know, ride a motorcycle. So, um, but I, I never, never did it. I gotta get. Actually, I keep saying I'm gonna get the the license. Do it. Can't, can't be get that it. difficult, right? No, not. I see it here in Orlando. We have a Harley uh, store not too far, and right. I've seen them actually doing a class, and it looks pretty cool, simple. You know, yeah, homie teaching you. Yeah, you know, and then you jump that. on that Harley. Hell yeah, kid! Come on, man. We want to see Jasper Cole on that Harley for real. When he comes in as Corey Black, it's gonna be nuts. But they have three wheelers, don't they? Oh yes, they do. Hey, why not? <laughs> oh, you gotta see my next door neighbor. He has a, a nice little three wheeler, like like a low drop. It looks like an old school racing car body. Uh, fantastic looking. That's what Jasper, old old fifty seven year old <laughs> Jasper needs a a three wheeler Harley for sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can use the old school. I'll use the old school three wheelers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why yeah. not, bro? I, I, I'm digging it. They have adult size ones. Why not? I'd get one. Yeah. You, you look one. like a bad guy yourself. You could you could rock it. That, that, I've been told that, especially while I was growing up, that, that, I, have a, that I would be good for villainy. Yes, absolutely. We, could, play, not, we could be brothers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll, call I'll, you. I'll be Al Black. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me Black, a uh, Puerto Rican brother from another mother. <laughs> Al Black. <laughs> Bro, so let me ask you: Were you ever a comic book fan? You know, I I, I actually wasn't. But no. uh, truth told, yeah, I really wasn't. But um, but I don't know how that skipped. You know what it is? None of my brothers. You know, when you have brothers, you do everything your brothers do. Okay. So my brothers weren't, and I'm sure if they had been, I I would have been. But we in my growing up in my house, we did, we weren't the big. I I. T- I've followed more the the Marvel comics and stuff okay. now, you know, more as an adult. Um, but um, were you are you a big comic book fan? Oh, always, always as a kid. Mama bought me my first comic when I was about what six, seven years old, around there, and, and it's been a, a love affair ever since. Yeah, I, I kind of regret that I didn't have that. I'm sort of I have a, a, a fear of missing out on that uh. one. See, my brothers, I have two younger brothers, so it's like you say, with I have the brothers, I influence them in the horror and in the comics and in fashion. So one of my, my middle brother does horror makeup, and he's an actor, always oh. wants to be a bad guy himself. So he's an independent actor out of New York and cosplayer, and he does his own makeup and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Very, very, funny enough, he goes by Daniel Black. I was going <laughs> to ask you what his name was. Yeah, so look him up on Facebook, Daniel oh, Black. Oh, I'll, st- I'll start following him. I, I love that. Good for him. Yeah, and then my other brother it goes by Chris Crash, and, and he's a big comic book toy guy and fashionista too. So wow. we're having that influence. I know what you mean. So we're all big comic guys. We're big geeks on that. And because I wanted to ask you that if you ever had the opportunity to, you know, do a comic book villain, 
you know. Well, it's funny. Uh oh, what's he got? Oh no, sorry. I I I I go to the I get to go to Comic Con uh, in San Diego. They have a they have a a place upstairs where they have actors who do signings. Because of MacGruber, really. Um, Kind of got a cult following, you know. MacGruber didn't do great when it first came out, but it's over the last ten years it's gotten this. Like, and I hope it, you're getting a piece of that, man. A little bit, you know. Hey, good. You, you never know. Like the funny thing about residuals, I always tell people, it's like Christmas Day, right? I used to call it mailbox money because we used to have to get checks in the mail. Now everything is direct deposited. So you'll look online, it'll be like thirty-two cents. I'm like. Fifty nine, but then every now and then you 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 open your email and it's like, oh wow, you know, oh, so damn, you, it's Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so MacGruber has kind of gotten a, a cult Good. following. So I go, I last two years they didn't have Comic Con, but I usually go Purge Anarchy, a lot of the horror films. You know, horror fans are the best. They really follow us, and they'll remember. Here's the other thing about getting older. It's not that I don't remember doing jobs back in the early part of my career, but I don't think I was present a lot of the time. You know, I was always, like, trying to be on to the next gig that I just didn't enjoy the moment. And so I tell people, try to, like, stay – when you're on this journey, yep. enjoy the moments, dude, because, you know, this whole thing about when I make it bullshit, you're, you're kind of making it the whole time you don't realize it. You know, yep. you're – there is no when you make it, you know. Even if you you think you've made it here, then you got to set the next goal. And this is this business is like this, you know. I've seen people make millions, lose millions, Oof. the whole the whole bit. So I always say, live way below your means, save your money, and you know, just try to enjoy the work and, and get some good PR people too, huh? As well. I, I would say no. Get a, a, yeah, get a good therapist and a, <laughs> and a good a publicist. You know, young actors are always. We think we got to get agents, right? And I was thinking, no, you need to. You better get a therapist first. And it can't be your agent. It can't be your friends. Nobody wants to hear you complain all the time. <laughs> it's somebody that your insurance or you're paying for sure. <laughs> That's too funny. We yeah. need a therapist and and a publicist. There and a go. publicist. And all right, so and what about one day if somebody says, "Yeah, I want to get an agent." You know, you've been in the business, you know, for the extent you have. Like, what's a smart play for a, a, a young person? You know, saying, "Okay, I need an agent." What's what's a smart way to look for for an agent? Well, yeah, I always say now. I would say you got to have something to agent first, right? So, like, have the have some work. You got to have some work because I would go the man. I would probably go the manager route first because a manager will take you on part of their gig is to find you an agent when the time comes, you know, agents, first thing they'll ask a manager is, well, how much did they make last year? You know, what, how many jobs did they book? Cause it's a business. So an agent is strictly about business. They're just like a real estate agent or anything. It's, they get 10%. So they want to know how much are you bringing in? I would tell actors try also to go the commercial agent route first because Commercial agents, it's all about a look. It, it, it's really not about – you don't have to have had seven TV credits to get an agent. So go the commercial route, but also go the man, manager route. And just do all the the student films, shoot your own stuff, get get a reel together, 
have something to show an agent of work, a body of work, you know, that shows you doing your craft and uh, and just build from there. Just build, you know. And it doesn't have to be – find somebody that believes in you. If they're just working out of their home office, they don't have to have some big name behind them, but somebody that really wants to push hard for you. See, you made me curious now. So you say, you know, build a reel. What's a, a good length for a reel? Good, good qu- Yeah, good question. Um, I, I would say no more than no more than three. Two would be even perfect. Two minutes, two minutes, um, three at the most. And if you're going to do just one reel, you know, have a variety. Or I mean, well, you know what? I used to say that. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really big about telling actors to pick their, find their lane. Decide which lane they want to put themselves in. Is it going to be the best friend? Is it the bad guy? Is it? And you know, put put that just that on your reel. Like if you if you're saying I'm going to play the best, you know, leading lady or whatever, have these clips of your of yourself being the leading lady or being the bad guy, being the funny, the wacky, quirky sidekick guy. You know, don't confuse them. Just have have five clips of you playing that character and uh, let them see that that's the lane you want to be in. I think the days are gone of actors wanting to play all different characters. That's what the stage is for. You know, theater, we can go and stretch a little more, but I think you want to really think of it from a business perspective of how can I make the most money for myself and for my team. Yeah, but be a team player, folks. You hear that? So I love. It's all yeah. About, this suit is awesome. So, when when is the uh, family business dropping again? Uh, this Thursday, uh, the fourteenth on on BET Plus, which is BET's streaming service. And then generally, what they do is after it has aired for a while on BET Plus, they will put it on the regular BET, which most people get part of their you know their normal cable. Gotcha. But if they go that route, they're going to have to wait on a weekly basis, episode per episode, because if they get the plus, right, they get all of them at one fell swoop. All have dropped at one time. And I don't I don't know how many Corey is – you know, what we do is we, we – the way they shoot, they shoot the whole season almost like a movie, and then they edit it into the episode. So I'm not sure where Corey is being dropped in at along the way. I. I, I can't really say episode three or four. I, yeah, I don't know. So we'll he, be on the lookout. No worries. Once we we hear there's a, a badass a motorcycle dude coming, <laughs> all right, yo, we, we know who it is. We know who but it is. But watch, you know, go back and watch uh, Family Business season one and two on BET as well. It's just, a, I mean, Carl Weber wrote. It's based on his book. It's just an amazing team of people. The cast is phenomenal. There's there's so many storylines in this. You know, a lot of us don't interact. We don't intersect our storylines. But like a good nighttime drama, you have so many different stories going at the same it's time. It's juicy. It's juicy. Very juicy. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. See, all right, since you weren't the comic fan, but you are a horror fan. So I'll, yeah. ask, I'll ask it that way. If you could play any horror villain, any of all time, who would it be, or what would it be? Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, my mind immediately, but because I'm old school, I go back to Friday the Thirteenth and Jason. You know what I mean? I go back to that's my boy too. <laughs> you know, Freddy Krueger. You know, the old school. I mean, that's probably 
I, yeah, I, I mean, that would be the, uh, more of the iconic kind of guys. I also like the, um, the, the, like, when a stranger calls. I like the, oh, yeah. I like the horror films that could actually happen. You know, the kind of stuff that, you know, get out of the house, the guy's up, he's yeah. in the house, we trace the call kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I like that as well, where you, you're like, oh shit, this is, this is, this is real. Um, so, yeah, most of, you know, most of those iconic, they were in disguises, you know, uh, in a mask or something. So you're not really seeing the, the bad guys much. But um, I'm just, you know, the, the good thing about being a guy in this business, and this is the sexism of the business, but as we get older, the, the crashier looking we get, you know, the more character we get, the more we work. So... You know, I so you look like people that have been through it. I ain't gonna take no more crap. You know, and that's what makes you the badasses you are. <laughs> do, do you remember Gunsmoke? I mean, we were going way back. Oh yes, of course. Someone actually told me the other day, "Hey, dude, you look like Festus from <laughs> Gunsmoke." <laughs> and I couldn't say thank you enough. All you kids out there, find Gunsmoke. Festus is sort of this just nasty, dirty, crazy character on Gunsmoke, but I loved him. All right, you know what? Hey, listen, you never know if Westerns make a comeback, and if that's one of them that'll make a comeback, we will have our Festus, folks. All right? Netflix, I'm, Amazon. I'm putting it whatever. out there. This is your Festus right here. Yeah, man, yeah. get it done. Yo. The fans want it. They have called it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, brother, man, Jasper, you're awesome, bro. You've been an absolute pleasure you know, to talk to, man, Thank and just you, man. give a rundown. So just real quick, what can people get at jaspercole.com? What are we getting there at that awesome website? Oh, thank you, man. So jaspercole.com, it's, it's, it's an update of all the projects I'm doing. My uh, one-on-one with Jasper Cole, there's a, a separate link that's got all the archive shows. My show is every Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific on Blog Talk Radio, but it's on iTunes and all the other platforms. But, yeah, it's just sort of you can contact me directly there. Um, I, Cameo is there, uh, all kinds of, I have a consulting service, I'll, I'll talk to you for an hour about your, your, your career, um, I charge a little fee, but you know, but, um, but yeah, everything's on there, you can, let's, and then also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Jasper Cole says, it's right here, S-A-Y-S. Man, brother, you're awesome, and definitely congrats again, you know, 10 years on the park, with the podcast, that's amazing, I mean, because again, people are all podcast five by night, you, 10 years is not, no, five by night, it's not a, it's not a phase, podcast is here to stay. Thank I you, mean, man. And, and your journey, amazing, your acting journey, your, your, your writing, man, man I, I hope to see you in a whole bunch of awesome stuff, I can't wait to see you as Mr. Corey Black on the family business, you know, dropping this week, folks, all right? And do the plus. That, you know, don't don't tease yourself. Don't wait for it. I mean, you could watch it on BET, no doubt, but don't, don't tease yourself. Get get them all. Get them all, all right? Yeah, we need we need all the viewers to make sure we get a fourth season. How yeah, yeah, that? let's make it happen. You, you listen, it's gonna, as soon as it drops, everybody's going to eat it up so quickly. They're going to see these massive downloads, you know, or streams, and they're going to be like, you know what? Here comes the next season. We're going to keep going season upon season. All right. All right. Well, Al, you're the best. Thank you. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I love. I told you in the beginning. I watch your show. I follow you. I appreciate so that. It's been an honor to to be on here today. No, thank you for for hanging out with me and just and just chit chatting. You know, talking, yeah. hanging out. Thank you, Here's brother. Shit. Thank yeah, you, brother. And with that, folks, you know, the author tells you what to do. I'm Al Mega. Hasta la próxima. 
Thank you for listening to the Common Crusaders Podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit CommonCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Common Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 